I want you to watch a video of a protest that we did here in Nashville, and then when the video is over, I want to talk to you about how normal what we see is. Last year, the greatest human rights tragedy was the persecution of religious minorities in Islamic lands, with Christians suffering the most. The RCC is a professional group of communicators who deal with interfaith communication. At their convention, they offered 20 sessions and included several sessions on how Muslims suffer living in a bigoted America. But not one session was devoted to the deaths of religious minorities. Some of us decided that a bullet to the brain and burning churches was a more serious issue than having someone stare at your hijab in the checkout line. And if the RCC were silent on the issue of death to religious minorities, we would bring it to their attention. We decided to hold a silent protest during their lunch break. The game plan was to put ourselves where they could see us as they left for their scheduled luncheon break and that we would hand them our brochure and they could see our protest signs. The theme of the protest was, we were a voice for the voiceless, and to emphasize the voicelessness of Christians around the world, we wore gags that said on them, voiceless. Mary Samah George, a 22 years old Coptic Christians from the land of Egypt, on her way to serve her community, the disabled and the sick, giving medicines, giving comfort. The Muslims Brotherhood's demonstration stopped her just because she had a cross on her car. They dragged her out of her car, stabbed her to death. This is just an example. This was last week? This was last week, yeah, she last Friday. beaten, drug out of her car, her clothes were pulled off of her, yes. she was pummeled. Her car was beaten in because in the back rear view window there was a cross hanging. How many Americans have a cross hanging? Security won't let us in any of the doors. It became obvious that the RCC members were not going to be going to lunch. So we decided we would send someone else in to see if they would send us a spokesman. Our whole success is always hinged on having at least one of them come out here. What? We're going to send her in just straight ahead and ask them to have send one of their members out to hear our statement. Well, I mean, that's as friendly as you can be. It's like one person come out and send one person to hear our statement. Well, I understand. Let's see what they say. So I followed him out to the front door and I said, oh, are you with the RCC? He said, yes. I said, oh, would you be willing to come and um, hear um, our statement? And then the security guy, like, lunged at me. He's like, you with me? No, but he was really nasty and hostile. He's like, you with that group there? I said, yes. He said, get off. It's private property. I said, I'm just asking him a question. Get out of here. So what do we do here? This is Nader Fahmy, a Coptic Christian whom I've known for years. We sent him inside the inn to see if the RCC would accept a statement from a persecuted Christian. They will not let him in the place, so we're going to read our statement here. This is Nader Fahmy from Egypt. I wanted to take the chance of the RCC council meeting at this hotel today to speak to them about the persecuted Christians in many, many places in today. Unfortunately, they wouldn't let me in just to hand them a statement, a very simple statement to ask them to support the persecuted Christians everywhere. Uh, I'd like to read the statement to you since they wouldn't take it. We have a group of concerned citizens who are horrified at the rise of the persecution of Christians around the world. The number one human rights violation today according to the 2014 reports. 
We are here to protest the silence of the Religion Communicator Council about this human rights violation and to condemn him for not addressing the suffering of the Christians everywhere. We believe that it's a moral duty of the RCC to speak and write about these victims, violence, rape and murders. So we ask these questions. Will you stand for the Christians and their family around the world or will you silence in the face of evil support the oppressors? This is all that what we wanted to read him and this is, all, this is the only question that we had for him today. However, they wouldn't let us in to take our single simple question. The next day after the protest was over, we got a copy of a six-page single-space memo written by the RCC. When they found out that we were going to be there, they had a meal served inside so they wouldn't have to see our signs and get a brochure. Their memo said that money and hate motivated the protesters and that the protesters were Islamophobes. But on our side, as we stood outside, we began to realize that we were holding the RCC in a moral siege. They were frightened of us. The greatest human rights violation today is the persecution of religious minorities. Christians are the largest numbers by far. It is a moral duty to speak about the greatest human rights crime today, persecution of religious minorities. The highest moral position is to defend the victims who have no voice. There is no justice until we hear the voices of the victim. If you would like to become a voice for the voiceless, go to voicesforvoiceless.org where you can educate yourself about the oppression of religious minorities and use our brochures to educate others. Now, what I want to point out to you here is, is what the RCC did is exactly like every other religious organization in America. That is, they do not oppose Islam. They all have best Muslim friends who love Christians, who love Jews, or who love whatever, and they're just wonderful. But we have to face some facts. Here in Nashville, Tennessee, the broadest door that Islam enters our society is, is through religious organizations and churches. So, what we 